We're back. We're back. Live in studio. In the shack. And I'm Wilbur. Why do you sound like a frightened, uh, you sound like a, a frightened baby bat, more terrified than usual. What? What? That's the, like the voice you use at the beginning of everyone. Where, where does that come from, though? That <laughs> it's from. Uh, do you remember that show uh, uh, with the Neely Brothers, the Professor Brothers? But they had a show on Cartoon Network called China, Illinois. Yes. So before that, it was a show. It was like these shorts, these cartoon shorts. You ever watch them? Some of the funniest, some of the funniest like videos. This was before YouTube and stuff. It was like HomestarRunner.com. Mm-hmm. But the Professor Brothers had these uh, videos. And the funniest one, that one I told you, just said was, I got to tell this story now because it's so <laughs> funny. He's like with his friend. We'll be getting into pedophilia in a minute. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get to the topic here in a second. But first, I'm going to share this funny video. If you've never seen it, look it up. It's called... Uh, Professor Brothers Blind Date on YouTube, and uh, he's sitting there talking to his friend Steve at lunch. It's the t- Steve's the other professor, and Steve's there with his girlfriend. And he's like, oh, I'm sorry I'm late, Steve. I just had like an awful day. And he starts getting into it. So first he, he goes to the mall, and he, he's strutting around the mall, and he sees like this brand new pair of shoes that just look so nice. So uh, he tries them on. They fit. And something about the cashier makes him mad. So he's he points to her. He's like, people like you, this is the reason why God doesn't visit us anymore. <laughs> so he's like, so I strutted out of the mall, and I left my stinky old shoes behind. So he said he got a phone call, and he had to pick up the dean from the school. Uh, so he's, he's like, all right, he's going to go pick him up from the airport. So he... Uh, le- Leaves them all, and right when he walks outside, it's raining out real bad. So he's wearing his brand new shoes. He doesn't want to get them muddy when he's walking to his car. So he doesn't have any. He's looking around. He doesn't know what to do. But he realizes in his pocket he has two uh, unused condoms in his pocket. So he gingerly wraps them around his brand new shoes to protect them from the mud. So he walks to the parking lot, gets through, gets in his car, and takes the condoms off his shoes and throws them in the back seat. And then he's driving to the airport to pick up the dean. And he picks up the dean from the airport, him and his wife. And dean sits in the front seat. And he's mad, already mad because he's late. And his wife gets in the back seat. And then he said his wife screams. He's like, she screamed like a baby bat, more terrified than usual. That's where I got that line from. Oh. So he turns around and looks. And what she's looking at are these two mud-covered condoms in the back seat of his car. And he goes, let me explain. <laughs> Those have not been in, well, I don't want to use colorful language on the show, but in butts, let's put it that way. And he's like, let me explain. That's what, that's not what those are. So finally he gets, he, so now everything just ruined. The Dean's mad at him. He's scared his wife. Everything's just going awful. And he drives back to the, he drop him off, whatever. Then he goes to meet Steve to tell the whole story of what just happened. And right after he finishes telling it all, Steve's girlfriend unzips herself, and she's wearing a suit, and it was the dean the whole time. <laughs> with Doesn't them. the dean fight the governor, and then the governor fights the president? In the show? Yeah. Maybe. I never really watched all, the like, show. superstar wrestlers. I don't know. I never watched the show. I remember 
I just remember it was on. I'm like, the that's show the Professor was Brothers. On like one thirty. Yeah, it was one of those weird slots. And I would only ever see it when I went to see the night at Grandma and Grandpa's because <laughs> they'd let me stay up and watch it, which is a poor decision. I'm sure the show is funny, but it could not be as funny as those clips back in the day. Like I don't know. Those China were... Illinois has. It's like it's almost like it's always sunny in Philadelphia. To where there's a lot of stuff I don't find funny. Yeah. But every once in a while it hits, but it hits so hard. Oh yeah, it's oh it's but great. It keeps you watching the next five or six episodes of yeah, nothing to like, see, ah, see if something like that happens again, and then it hits again. Oh, I got to show you some of those old ones. But anyways, okay. But that's where that. What are we talking about, Wilbur? Well, we're gonna watch a news clip that just came out on uh, MSNBC um, on what's that? Her show called now the Readout. Is that what it says? I think. So. The Readout, but it's by Joy Ann Reed. Her, she's the host of her, you know her. Her groundbreaking, just riveting news show that just provides people the most up-to-date current information about uh, life, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. This woman is a shill, um, and she's— So you're against this woman? The host of the show, Joy Reid. Okay. I've always been against her because she's just as the dumbest takes on everything, and she's clearly not—either she's one not thinking ever— and she's just literally saying exactly what. So, which they ones put, for putting porn in schools? The host of the show. Okay. Okay. Oh yeah, she's defending that. Spoiled some of it. Yes. So she's defending that, and that's what she just does. She better not take a Bible in there, but here have porn. You're right. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Talks about incest and and rape and other. Oh, that's okay. Just things that probably don't make for a healthy uh, mind. For mind. A kid. Yes, a healthy mental state for a kid to grow up in. So where they're not questioning everything about everything that's going on around them and what naturally feels normal to them and to where they're confused. And then, but they think, but they see all this propaganda that's pushing it constantly, constantly, constantly. This is normal. This is okay. This is what should be accepted to where they're confused. There's like, I I feel like they could be uh, a a little uh, mixed up inside. And then now they have like all these other mental problems like anxiety and depression and and combine that with whatever food they're being force fed or being told is okay to eat that you know parents think are okay for their kids to eat that's full of sugar you know high fructose corn syrup and all sorts of other things that can cause a whole other host of hormonal problems mental problems uh just developmental problems um health problems there's a whole list of things that uh i guess are just being naturalized or not naturalized but made to seem normal and okay and when you follow the money and boil it down and reduce it it's these big uh tech companies you know just big business big corporations that run everything that are pushing all this propaganda and all these horrible things upon humanity and the working class of this country at least Oh, I mean, I'm sure it's like just as bad or worse in, in other, other places. places. But yeah, so what? So to so we're gonna play this little news clip. This uh, lady that joins that Joy brings onto her show to bring up some a counter narrative to. Uh, oh shoot, I just had it and now it went away. Um, let me find it again. So it's about seven minutes, but we'll play and stop and talk. Yeah, and- we'll play, stop, talk about it. Um, the lady is. I'm pulling it up now. Um, the lady's name. Where's she at? She is the uh, 
One of the co-founders of the Moms for Liberty group, her name is Tiffany Justice. And so she's kind of going on there about how uh, these books that are in public libraries that kids, they're, they're giving access to children in elementary schools, access to these books that are in public libraries. So that's basically the setup. So so they're both for it or they're both against it? No, the woman Moms for Liberty is does not want these books. Okay, okay. That's where I was getting confused. And Joy does. And joy, or Joy is told that's what she should oh, say. Yeah. Ready? Yes, ready. Advocates have to decide that a book, an award-winning book, like All Boys Aren't Blue, isn't appropriate for students to read. What, what is a, your expertise? What a tragic story of a young man who's anally raped by his adult family member. So you have incest, rape, pedophilia. Joy, you said you'd let me answer, so sure. I'm going to answer Please for do. you. Please um, do. In what context is a strap-on dildo acceptable for public school? Just... Let, I mean, that's my question mm -hmm. to you. Tell me what the context around the strap-on dildo or the rape of a minor child by a teacher. Hold on a second. No, no, no. no, no. no wait, We're talking on. about no, public no, no. school. One, one moment. All right. So now you've asked me questions. Sure. Well, I'm going to answer it. Okay. Well, who is the main character? What that's a good spot to pause. Okay. <laughs> a lot happens right there. For 15 seconds, that's a lot. Yes. And she immediately jumps in like, whoa, whoa, no, wait. Come no, on, wait, 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 wait. It's, it's about his struggles, his journeys. That, right. I haven't listened to this, but that's what she's going to say. Yeah. Uh, and that's fine and dandy. Uh, Is that a journey or struggle you want a kid to no. be? No. Uh, so here's my thing. And here's my big problem already with this kind of thought is the American child specifically, because I can only talk about America because I, I haven't grown up or had Lived kids it. growing up in other countries. It's just what I have experienced. Uh, the big difference that I've seen, because I work a lot with kids and stuff like that, um, and, you know, I volunteer a lot of stuff. Kids that grow up in the public school system already before all this stuff. Yeah. They don't have, I guess it's what you call the loss of innocence. Not like like their minds have been tainted by all kinds of stuff in the world. The oh, world, yeah. The, the evils of the world have already penetrated the kids at a younger, younger age. We're not kids anymore. Right. You know, by the time a kid's 13 and nowadays, they know everything about everything. Yep. You know, good, bad, and evil. Mm -hmm. doesn't matter. But my kids that are more traditionally raised as a family unit in these, not only in a homeschool, but these smaller units – they are uh, some of the most amazing kids. They still have this whole sense of wonder and good in the world before the evil comes in. Right. Because when the evil comes in young, it's hard to tell good from evil. Yeah. When the good comes in young, it's easier later in life to tell what's evil. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. Makes perfect sense and to I've me. And I've seen that in my own life with the kids here in the U.S., the kids we work with, that they, it's just, you know— Almost all my problem kids are, you know, public school kids, and it's not their fault; it's their environment, they're, product of their environment. Yeah. Yep. But and they're good, you know. They're not. Nobody's a bad person. No, especially yeah. a kid. There's no such thing as a bad kid. It's a bad environment, and that's what I've seen. So already, to what she's going to say, and what I'm about, I haven't listened to this, is that she's going to say, you know, it's about this kid's journey and stuff like that, and what you know, what other other kids going through this journey, they should have something to look up to, even if that's not what she says. <laughs> that's what I could see being the argument against. But still, most kids don't need to know about this right now. No. I mean, 
stranger danger is one thing, but literally talking about strap-ons and anal rape. And, right. And I don't know how the book presents it or if it's, you know. Yeah, and we don't. I've never read the book. It's uh, a lot of speculations being made on my part. Right. But either way, we, I, I'm, and I think we both are, of the opinion, kid doesn't need to be reading this stuff. Yeah, see, I've always. Doesn't need to. I've even had a hard time with some of the Holocaust books. Yeah. In schools. Not because I, I do think they're very important so we don't repeat history and those heinous things don't happen again. But I do, you know, I worry about some of the younger kids getting a hold of those books and just realizing some of the heinousness that happens in the world. Yeah. You know, I think that's definitely an older kid, young adult book. I agreed with that. Uh, but I don't know. That's she, an opinion. They made us read uh, that Holocaust book oh, when we were in we, junior we, high. We read one in junior high, yeah. Night by Eli Weissel. No, we had a different one. I don't remember what it was. Oh. I just, I just remember that one because, yeah, it was pretty uh, like, whoa, this is pretty awful stuff. Yeah. and uh, Yeah, I think we're in eighth grade. So, yeah, I don't know. That's an opinion already of only hearing 15 seconds of this. Yeah. So like incest and anal rape and stuff like that. I don't – What do you know what age they're talking about for these books? Um, I'm sure they'll bring it up. Yeah, I'm sure they will, but I, I'm sure it's – usually it's elementary school. So, yeah. High um, schoolers, I mean – even high schoolers don't need They don't to. need to, but and the, at that point, though, in modern society, they have access to everything anyways. Exactly. They don't need it in school. School is no place for this stuff, in my opinion, at all. A public library is different than a school library. Yeah, absolutely. All, but, right, all right, let's continue. What's the name of the main character in All Boys Are Blue? You're asking me right now. You just gave me very specific information about this book, so you're presenting yourself as somebody expert. It's the gentleman. Hold on. Who's the main character in the the book? The main character is the author. Who's what's his name? George, I believe, is his first name. Because you're giving me very specific information that is. You're asking me to remember the name of an author. You just remembered very specific. Joy. Here's my question. We're talking about. Here's my question. You didn't answer my question. No, no, no. I'm going to. I'm going to answer. Great. I would love to hear that. Absolutely. Well, I'm interviewing you, and you're not interviewing me. So let's just make sure it's a conversation. Okay. Okay. So. What I'm saying to you is that as you are not an expert in this book, I don't have to hold be an expert. No, 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 as you said, of the author's experience. Why is it your right or a Moms for Liberty activist's right to say that a parent who wants their child to have access to this book, which gives a personal experience of this author, that they, that why doesn't a liberal parent, for instance, or a parent of an LGBTQ kid, why don't they have a right for their child to just have access to this book? Why is it your right to say they can't? I want to stop right there because I have an issue. I don't care what anybody is about anything. Well, expert or not, you don't have to be no, an expert. No, I'm talking about the uh, LGBTQ kid oh, gotcha, or whatever. Gotcha. I don't care. Right. It is an LGBTQ kid doesn't need a book about rape. No, right, exactly. If they have feelings for whoever they have feelings for, fine and dandy. Does not matter. Right. Does not matter. It's She's skipping over the whole argument there saying that, no, it's to be open-minded about all this stuff. Yeah. And using these terms, the LGBTQ community and all this to, as a cover about yeah, you don't need to be uh, uh, well. They don't need to be exposed to an an ancestral rape scenario right. that happened Just to they're a, gay or lesbian doesn't matter. Right? Yeah, it doesn't, doesn't matter, matter at all. They're still a kid. Yeah. But another thing is that uh, if that one parent or that small group of parents wants to make it available, they have Amazon. Right. Buy the kid the book. Right. There you it's, go. You can get it for free. 
I'm sure. Go to your public library and order the book. Right. It's free. It's a free service. It, see, the, my biggest issue is you don't need someone that's like, uh, I guess, never really been exposed to that stuff. And then they just happen across the book, you know, and then they start reading it. And then now they're like, their whole mind is opened up to all this, all these awful, I mean, this, they're awful things. And now their mind's exposed to that. And then obviously uh, they're going to talk to their parents about it. Probably not. And if they do, I'm sure their parents are going to react just like this mom is acting on, reacting on this program uh, with being like, what are you reading? Why is this even there? Why does this exist in a public school for kids? Exactly. You want me to keep playing? Yeah. Or did, keep... We, did we get all those notes on that little section? I think so. Okay. So, again, we're talking about incest, rape, and pedophilia. And Boy, each parent, no, each parent has to decide what is appropriate for their child to read. So I want you to answer. I'm going to ask so you one more a, time. Then read it what is home. your right to <laughs> right, tell sorry, a parent who wants their child, who might feel seen by this story, why oh don't they gosh. have the right? I, I feel like I'm connecting with this other lady. Yeah, I think. Uh, she's not saying... They don't have a right to read it. Yeah. Just not in, not in the school library. Right. Exactly. Lady, I'm not saying nobody shouldn't read this book. I'm not saying that not in the school library. Right. If you want this book, let the parent get them the book. Right. That's right. If yeah. you want to hand your kid the book about incest and rape and, you know, give them the book. Get them. Yeah. As your parent, that's your right to do it. Do it. Then we can stop you. Right. But don't let don't put it in schools for kids to decide on their own. They have a Bible in the school. Oh, well, Joy, what do you think about that? Wow, wow, wow! I believe in separation of church and state. That's I believe just... the separation of anal rape in the state. Right? Yeah. That. Ooh, we should start a campaign. Separation of anal rape and the state. It's time for guillotines. It is time, probably, for guillotines. But another thing too, and not just with this topic, but. Anytime uh, somebody has an opposing view of what the uh, mainstream narrative is supposed to support, mm -hmm. the hosts of these shows never, ever let the person ever speak, speak fully. With, like a full sentence. No, ever. that's they, the point. It's called bulldog interviewing. Yes. That's the actual tactic it's called. Because uh, you know, she, she hasn't rebuttaled anything of substance. No, not at all. And the few late, uh, what's the other lady's name? The lady, the Liberty of Parent lady. Anyways, oh, Tiffany. 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 Yes. So she's barely gotten sentences out. The ones she's gotten with, I, I've agreed with on the most. Yeah. And the other, the, the interviewer is just bulldogging instantly. Whatever is said. Right. Just attacking her. And then changing her. Right. Not the subject. No. Her. Yep. And then I, I guarantee you there's somebody in her ear going, all right, stop, stop her. Say say this, say this. I don't even think she needs somebody in her ear because she's talking so fast. Oh, yeah. That they're, they're trained to do this, you know. Pro yeah, probably. You know, journalists used to get killed for exposing the truth. They still do, by the way. Well, yeah, those are but those um, aren't what we know as journalists now. By the way, uh, just two weeks ago, an American journalist was killed in Ukraine by the Ukrainian government in prison. They tortured him to death. Or they, tor they tortured him passively. No, no, no. They um, were, it was, he died from overexcitement from all the hugs. Yeah, I'm sure that's what it was. That's what that... Oh, that was what... He was uh, just what's tuckered his name? out. What's the guy's name from Ukraine that... Uh, uh, the actor? Yeah, the guy supposedly running the country. Well, he was an actor. What's his name? I know he was. What's his name? 
It, like our former president, we had a former actor president. Nixon. Uh, Reagan. Reagan. And I guess Trump's an actor too. Oh, and Kennedy was. Huh? Kennedy did a little, I think he did a little acting, but I don't know if it was I just during think, or before. I think you're just saying because he's so handsome. He just looks no, like No, he did actor. a little bit. <laughs> I don't know for sure. But I think he was on screen with Marilyn. That that was, yeah, he was on screen, but that for a different reasons. Yeah, I didn't say it was what kind of acting. Okay. Um, why can't I think of that guy's name now? Uh, anyway, it doesn't matter. Anyways, but uh, yeah, we just had an American journalist die. Um, he wrote a note home to the U.S. Uh, to his father to tell him what was like going on in his last few weeks of life, basically because he knew he was dying. And he uh, got really sick, and they refused to give him medical treatment because they said he was fine, basically. And what was happening, he was getting, like, fluid built up around his lungs. His whole body was swelling. They probably gave him some sort of poison or something like that because he spoke out against the Ukrainian government and the American-Ukrainian conflict. Um, and basically, he tried to leave the country, and they captured him, and they put it through him in prison for telling the truth. Um, oh, I'm doing a very big disservice not remembering his name. Um, I could find it during this next uh when we're listening to this next, but yeah, uh, we U.S. journalist just this uh, was it late December, or early January, just passed away, um, and the U.S. government did absolutely nothing about it. They did absolutely nothing to help him. They did absolutely nothing to stop uh, just to protect a U.S. citizen in an supposedly allied country um, that we are funding their whole government officials. Uh, we're paying all their salaries. We're paying their retirement. We're paying their pensions. We are U.S. taxpayers. Are if we didn't know that for the Ukraine, uh, anyone in the Ukrainian government, that's us. That whole war and conflict would end if we stopped funding it. But we are funding it. We're the ones keeping it going. And by we, I mean our government. And by our government, they're extracting all that money from the U.S. taxpayer, and they're doing the same thing with Israel and Hamas right now as well. Which, by the way, the Hamas. Uh, or not Israel and Hamas, Israel and Gaza, the Palestinians. And the Palestinian government, I know this is a you tangent. You be getting a little off topic. I know, but this all relates to the mainstream people in power that are running everything. Um, the Israeli government funded and put Hamas in power, just so you know that. So that happened. I wish I had the little, the more you know sound. Yes. It's good. Ooh, we should have had it to the board for the future references. Mm -hmm. Well, tell those guys over the cryptid. Uh, it's their board. Yeah, it's their board. That will tell them to add it. Right. All right, back on track. Why don't they have the right, as a parent, to say, my child can have access to this book? If they a do. child feels seen by this story, that means that they have been uh, the victim of a predator. That means that they have either been raped by a family member, they, they, they've experienced um And your proof of that is what? You just said that What's the child feels seen by this story. You're now making assumptions. No, about Joy, but if a child has you been raped, we should exactly. do a lot better than put a book now on a library Now you're literally shelf. creating yeah, a story right, behind positive. a child that you don't know. Let me... So she's saying, okay, how can you make these assumptions? Because you just said if a child feels seen by the story, the story of a man... That when he, he was a child was raped anally by a family member. If a child feels seen by this, the woman made the point. That means it probably happened to them. If a child feels no, no kid that's that's never happened to would not be seen by this. Like this story speaks to me. 
Finally, I'm recognized. If you've never been in that situation, and, that would never happen. Yeah, it's just, it's just bad. Why would she even say that stuff though? Like, that's what I'm saying. This woman then, like is said, a shill. Like I said already, is if you want to make that book available to your child, you have that right. Absolutely, just not in school. Yeah, not publicly, so your kid can just walk up and this grab is why it. I'm homeschooling. You should. I, I advocate anyone and everyone out there to homeschool. And uh, oh, what was the um, what was I? Uh, go on. Never mind. Keep going. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Show you a form. This is a form that can be obtained in Broward County, Florida. Okay. I'm going to show it to the audience and then I'm going to show it to you. Yeah, this is called the opt Yeah, please, I'm going to hand it to you. It's called the opt out form. Okay. An opt-out form would allow any parent, because you said you are in favor of parental rights. I am. It would allow any parent to opt out of their child being able to take books out of the library without their parents' permission. Okay. So that moms for liberty, why not advocate that every school in America have an opt-out form so that a parent who doesn't want their child to access a book like All See, Boys Are Blue, right. that they can make that choice because then yeah. each parent, including a liberal parent, a black parent, a parent who wants their child to read a book about African-American history, then they get their want children. Nobody's saying nobody can't read a book about African-American history. But see how she made the move the yeah, goalpost? Yeah, she made it about black people. Yeah. It's nothing to do. The kid in the book is black, I believe, from the cover. Uh, it's nothing to do with African American people. No, it's nothing to do with black people at all. It's nothing to do with the LGBTQ community. But it's these. They're. That's what they do. Is they take groups and use them as shields. Subjugate. Oh, for sure, hundred percent. So now, if you attack her, you're attacking the black. The community. whole community. You're yeah. attacking the LGBTQ community. I don't. It's not. I can't remember what the show was. But it's there's they talk about it. You want to keep going? Yeah, let's keep going. And then the oh. opt out is catering to the minority. Also, and that 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 journalist, mm -hmm. um, Gonzalo Lira. So, send you your wishes missed. to Gonzalo Lira's family. You will be missed. Why not just American opt out said. for yourself rather than tell other parents what they can and cannot? First of all, I think what you're talking about here is a wonderful step in the right direction. Um, we should be having conversations about this. This is about local control. Mm -hmm. A lot of these decisions are made at, made at the local school board level. Mm -hmm. And that's where these decisions should be made. And there should be vibrant conversations sure. about what's happening in our public schools and what kids have access to. Joy, however, mm -hmm. maybe we could just put all the books with all the graphic sexual content. The dildos, you're not the just, rape, the I'm sorry. Let's do I'm a, so sorry. Let's do excuse a back me, room. Excuse me. Let's excuse put me, a curtain up me. in the library First of like all, they used hold to on. do. One moment. The video one moment. Stores. Remember when the we were little moms for liberty. The books that moms for and they liberty. put those the books, books that moms for liberty with pornography the books that, 
I know that you. I, I've seen, we could just do that. In I have seen library. tapes of is what Moms for Liberty does, and you all go into school board meetings Joy, and you read a, graphic this is stuff. Genuine conversation. No, it's not. There is a. There is America Je- used to understand wait, that there's something called age appropriate. I know what Moms for Liberty do. You go. This is literally what she just said. You go into school board meetings and read graphic stuff. That graphic stuff's the stuff in the kids' library. That's the stuff we're trying. We're trying to show you how graphic it is. Yes. Yeah, we don't. We don't just bring in our own smut and we pretend it was in the li- like that. The stuff I just pulled out of uh, the sock drawer. No, or hidden in the back of the closet. No, this is stuff in the elementary library that she just called graphic stuff. All right, continue. I think if you push the space bar, it uh, does it too. Love it. Right. And here's my question again. Again, again, again. Ruby Bridges Goes to School is on the list of books that Moms for Liberty has attempted to have removed. Absolutely not. It absolutely is. Let me ask about (laughs) the people who... We know what your organization yeah. does. Yeah, no, it's not on there. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Ruby, it is. What is it? Ruby, what goes to school? I don't know. And uh, I just wanted to look up the book. I just, I'm just curious about yeah. that one was. I, I heard it, but I don't remember. It's Ruby, yes, Ruby, something goes to school. I'm sure if you, uh, if you Google that, it'll Ruby. pop, it'll pop up. But well, goes maybe if. Oh no, you're the. Ruby Bridges goes to school. My okay. true story. Okay. I just, I'm just curious. It's funny. All these are like true stories. That's see okay. This is this is what we were just talking about a second ago. I'm glad I looked this up. Okay, this is about it's an, it's a true story from Ruby Bridges. Okay, was the first black child to integrate into the New Orleans school system. Wow, okay, the all white school system. Yeah, and it's her life. Uh, so that's what she's she's basically claiming a racism mm. against them. The moms' advocacy for liberty or whatever the name of the um, group is. Right, moms for liberty. Moms for liberty. So. Yeah, it was really published in 2009. Uh, yeah, it's it's the true story about the, the the hardships of integrating into an all-white school as the first black kid. So she's trying to say that. They, she's like, this is on your list of books that are banned. And then she's saying, no, it's not. Mm-hmm. And then she says, oh, yes, it is. You know what? I've seen Ruby Bridges. Uh, as She's obviously an adult woman now, mm-hmm. you know, an older woman. But I've seen her at places, uh, like her, just her being out in the public events oh, okay. and stuff like that. I've never met her, but I just like I know her face. The second I seen her, her, you know, interesting. I just had. To, I'm glad I looked it up because it's yeah, it's it good. makes more context. To, like yeah, what they're com- yeah. this conversation is what she's arguing about. Yeah. yeah, you want me to keep going? Yeah, we're making the decision for other parents because you have not answered yet why a liberal parent or an African American parent. We have parents my, who are Democrats no, no, no. who are members One of moment, our organization, but you're still trying to make decisions for all the kids. Here are some of the parents that are filing, uh, so or some you. of the, the, yes. the your advocates. Mm-hmm. Every, Bridget Ziegler, the Moms for Liberty co-founder, the wife of the recently ousted Florida Republican Party chairman, Christian Ziegler, who allegedly was involved in threesomes, same-sex threesomes. Um, Mrs. Ziegler was a, was removed from the school board at which she was a leader. Um, you've had she wasn't Lauren, removed from the school board. Okay, you have Lauren de Paula. Um, she- All right. What? Well, uh, let's. Let's pause for a second. Yeah, because she just said made a claim, and then she said no, and then she just brushed right past and it. And there's another person coming up. She's about to. If the, th- I I I don't care what anybody does. I think I've made that evident. Yeah. So this person, this is advocate leader, one of the co-founders of this group for against some of these books, I guess got caught in a threesome. 
Sounds like what she said, yes. But also with their spouse. It right. seemed like it was consensual. Right. So all that stuff earlier where she's talking about uh, the interviewer talking about sexual rights and all that. Yeah. She just attacked Sinesh. her own views. Oh, yes. I just wanted to point that out. Hmm. That, you know, sexual liberties, you know, being free with your sexuality and all that. So the consenting adults had a threesome. Right. And that discredits the whole organization. So rules for me and not for thee. Yes. Like, I don't, I don't care what anybody does. No, you do it your own time and your own, behind your own, in your own house is your and business. She said she as was, long as it's not involving the rape of children. Yeah. And then she said it was, uh, she was the head of a school board and had to step down and uh, the interviewee said no. Like, no, she wasn't. She did, she did step down from whatever position she had. Yeah. But wasn't the leader of a school board. That's what she, yeah. Okay was making book ban requests in Alachua County, but then records show that she and her husband didn't live there. They'd sold their home in that county. Carrie Blair in Tennessee. I just want to, she's attacking a lot of people really fast, so I just want right. to take a second and go That's over. fine. So she's saying that this other member was bad because they were making banned book requests in their old school district? Yeah, guess where she used to live. Now... Here's the thing is they there's nothing going into this. Did they make those banned book requests during their time there and they didn't get processed until after? Could be. And that could be what the records are showing. Right. Or was she just like, I know I still have kids that we know in that school district right, and yeah. stuff and I still feel strongly. And I get that you're not allowed to intervene in other school districts. That does make sense right. to me. It's not your kids. It's not your group of kids, you know, right. your community. Uh, but if she was a part of that community for a long time, I can kind of see both sides of that. Just saying. Right, yeah. Like, I don't want somebody from the next town over coming into my school district trying to change rules. Right, and what if she just, like, yeah, they sold their house or whatever, or what if they just moved just over the line of where the new district started? Who knows? And that's what I'm saying. She could have started this fight before. before. Right, yeah. And they didn't get really processed until they were Already gone, yeah. Just saying. So the next person who was um, arrested for property theft charges after allegedly stealing from Target, skip scanning in Target. Why should those three people... So, did you hear what skip scanning... Do you know what that is? Where you just go through the self-checkout and yeah. you don't mark a few items or something? Yeah. Or nothing at all? <laughs> I did see somebody steal, I think, a printer on TikTok for a banana. <laughs> well, oh, you mean like marking down... Scanning other items, yes, and then putting like the cheap items. So, you know, I'm a. I had a friend. This is probably like ten years ago. Used to do that. Remember when Walmart used to have the aquarium still? Yeah. So he go. He had a really cool aquarium, kind of like yours, but not. You have a lot more different variety. But he just liked to fish at Walmart. He'd pick out the coolest ones. He's got some cool fish. Yeah, and he'd go in there. He's like, watch. He's like, come with me. I'm like, Mar- Meyer. No, it was Meyer. They, no, he did it to both. Meyer still has fish. He did it to both. Meyer still does? Mm-hmm. Wow, I didn't know that. They're one of the last superstores that still have them. Wow. Walmart never Impressive. took care of theirs as a company. That's no. why yeah. PETA got involved. In okay. Cat. Meyer still, my, in my experience, Meyer's always had good fish, like <laughs> quality. Like the fish seem like they get fed. Oh, yeah. Know? Yeah. What, but what he would do is he'd pick out, you know, I want that one up there. And they you know, put it in the bag, they'd slap the, the thing on it. And uh, what he would just do 
as he looked at the, he already had it memorized, the goldfish. And the feeder fish, the numbers. The numbers. Erase it and put the new. The he other. wouldn't even erase it. He'd just walk up to the front, go to self-checkout, t- type in the item search, type in the goldfish number, and it'd ring up a dollar goldfish. And then <laughs> and there he'd put it on the thing, and that was it. I've never done that, but I would have. Yeah, he did it. He's like, oh, I do this all the time. I'm like, sweet. I'm like, this. you're buying this fish? That's like 20-something dollars like for this little fish? I've spent so much money on fish. Oh, I know you have. But this is, like I said, this is a long time ago for me. Yeah. I never had fi- I never had a fish growing up ever. I always wanted them, but. Still waiting for my eel, my electric eel. What about that electric catfish you could have had? Yeah, an electric eel can kill somebody. Oh, yeah. Like, but electric catfish could tickle someone just right. <laughs> I don't know. So sh- anyway, so the skip scanning. Oh yeah, yeah. That happens on accident. Happens on accident. People do people do it all the time. Right. Yeah. So she's saying that this whole person's basically validity disappears because she got caught skip scanning. Right. Yeah. Whether it was we have no conduct, you know, no context. Whether it was an accidental thing, yeah, or whatever. What you it know? yeah, what it even was. Yeah. <laughs> was it a TV or was it a banana? Like. I'm sure I've done it, like, scanning pasta boxes, you know, buying 10 boxes of pasta and leaving two off or something. Because mm-hmm. there's, you know, I got so many of them. I'm, it's, I, yeah. It happens. Oh, I've gotten a drink. Um, You know, you have, sometimes you have little cup holders in mm-hmm. the, uh, gosh, I got the hiccups or something. Put your drink in the cup holder. You know, you're not drinking it in the store, but you just, that's where you put it there. So, you know, when you leave, it's right there in your hand. It's not tucked away in a bag. Just go through, scan our items, and you're walking out in the parking lot and realize your drink's still there in a the cup holder and you never even scanned it. I'm like, ooh, no. Like, yeah. Looking over your shoulder, waiting for the police to chase you down. I can't remember when Walmart was threatening to close all their Walmarts. Was that last year? Oh, because oh, two, last year, two years ago, yeah. Because they lost four like billion dollars. Billion dollars, and then they realize they make $280 billion yes. in the U.S. or something Right, stupid. yeah. And they literally, like, they basically lost a nickel. For every dollar of right, profit. Right, yeah. Like, oh, no. And they're threatening, like, hire checkout people. Or, yeah. We don't okay. want things stolen. Hey. Hire checkout people. Right, we're going to switch uh, to self-checkout, so you're going to be governed all on your own. We trust you. You're going to do great. And then when you try to leave the store, I need to see your receipt. Show me a receipt. Those What's people, on that receipt? Those people do not care. No, they don't care, but, like, they're they're the the corporation's making them like do said, that job. Like A TV for a banana. Yeah. Hey, I got eight items on the receipt. I got eight items in the cart. Right, yeah. Ready? Yes. Get to make decisions about what other children should be able to read. Other t- parents' children should be able to read. Do you know that I served as a school board member from 2016 to Are you going to answer my question? Yeah, I'm because going we don't to. have an endless time. Joy, I'm going to answer your question, but mm-hmm. I need you to understand that when I was an elected <laughs> representative, I would sit on that dais. Mm-hmm. And how dare I? sitting there as an elected representative, judge a parent when they would come to the podium to speak and advocate for their child. Because as we started this conversation, mm-hmm. we'll end it. Every parent has a fundamental and right so to direct parent, the upbringing of so children. And sure I would not stand end in on a, judgment, let us end on a point of agreement about a parent's if education a parent, level. Moment, what? Cutting her off immediately when she starts making a point. Never answered just, anything because she didn't get the chance. Yeah. You answer my question, and then when I answer it, let me get their sexual orientation, their race, their religion. That is not what America is about. I'm going to answer. I'm going to ask my question, Ms. Justice. You already did. Thank you. If a parent believes that their child should be able to read Ruby Bridges, uh, we believe that parents, that children should be able to read Bridges. How can American liberty insist that the school board take that book away and then say? 
Nobody said they're taking away Ruby Bridges. Nope. Nope. But it's... what was the other book with the, the, about Little Rock in Arkansas? Uh, with that group of that small group of black preteens got integrated in, into the school. Gosh, I don't remember. That was a good book written from. I think it was combining like two or three of their <sighs> life experiences. The Giving Tree. <laughs> yeah, it was the Giving Tree. Okay, I thought so. No, I, I can't remember what that one, but that's a good book too. Yeah, it was. <laughs> I I just searched or not searched, went in my head like elementary what book, book, Giving Tree. There no, we this go. is junior high or even high school. Hmm. I don't but, remember. Uh, yeah, that was a really that was a really good and powerful book uh, that talked about segregation and all that stuff. Mm. Arkansas, Little Rock, you know, which Arkansas, yeah, a lot better now, but yeah. Was extremely segregated. Yeah. Uh, so that the small group of teens, and by the end of the week, I think there was only like four of them left. Jeez. Like I think there was twenty or something. Yeah. I, you know, I'm trying to remember from a long time ago. Just couldn't hang. Well, they were instantly beat. Yeah, I know. That's I was thinking a bad joke, but. Okay. <laughs> Ready to finish this? Yeah. That a parent who wants the child to be able to read it must purchase it. That's essentially putting a tax on parents who want their children to read the book. Yes. Your kids get to have books for free that you agree with. But children who want to read, or parents who want their children to read books you don't like, have to purchase it. That doesn't... Keyword. Parents that want right. their children to read. And two, she's making the point, oh, your books are for free. No, they're not. Do you know how much taxes? Or well, she's she's saying for the the student or the parent, quote unquote, direct right. cost. They have access to it. Yeah, it's still not free. Your argument false is does it not is, hold water. It is free in the context. Yeah, I'm. There's a lot I don't agree with, but that is yeah basically correct. Because mm. yeah. your your money's already getting taken. Right. So yeah. You, yeah. It is quote unquote free versus the buying another book. I suppose. Joy, did you know that in the city that we're sitting in, only a quarter of children are reading on grade level? That's a great point. Grade. That's a great point. And so Let while me, we're having this conversation that's about books point. and libraries, that's two things point. should be happening. That's a great point. We should be talking about literacy rates and the fact that America's Lois. kids are not learning how to read, and we should be having vibrant conversations read. about what books should be in libraries. Absolutely. All right, that's it. Yeah, that's it. Um, let me. I'm, I'm looking up this book right now, and let's just see how much... How much is this going to set me back if I was a parent and I wanted to buy it? Uh, not all boys are blue. Yeah, you know what it's called? All boys aren't blue. All boys aren't blue. I had okay. the, I had it roughly correct. Oh no! No it? wonder why. Eleven dollars. <laughs> Eleven dollars and twenty cents. I, uh, Dang! I had it in my Amazon shopping cart. Oh, did you really? No. <laughs> I believe it. No, because then my algorithm will be screwed forever. Gosh, mine's about to be now. It's going to be filled with this and Chuck Tingle. I'd rather le- read a Tingler than this. Hey, Tingler, Chuck Tingle's a good, a good author. He is a good. You know what? I would, I would advocate for. Never, no, I wouldn't. No, no, Chuck Tingle's books should be nowhere near a child. No, they shouldn't be in elementary schools. But they're, I bet you they're very well. But they are well written and they're entertaining. But not for children. Not for children. If you don't know Chuck Tingle, give him a quick Google search. Look up Chuck's Tinglers. You'll be. I think you'll be. If you're a listener to this show. You'll be pleasantly surprised. I think you'll be shocked and tingled and tingled and surprised. So I and I tingled again. See, I think this was a good example of how the modern interviewers, news, and all that works. Right. That poor lady didn't get one piece of information out. Nope. Only was on the defensive the entire time from the start of the interview. 
which is the exact wrong way to conduct an interview because it's she's supposed to be sharing her opinions. You're supposed to ask the questions and let the person talk, talk. And then as the interviewer, you either rebut the opinion stated you don't, or you don't even have to. You don't have to do that. A debate, not, a, not but, an interview. Right. You you at least absorb what the person's saying to grow your perspective so you can continue to conduct further interviews with better uh um, not accuracy, but with just better, uh, what's the word I'm searching for? I'm, I can't think of it. I don't know why I'm drawing a blank, but just having a better con- conducted interview, um, you know, with newer perspectives, better insight, but instead now it's just, all right, here's this narrative. We need to push this narrative. Once they deviate from this narrative, you got to shut them down and talk over them till they stop talking and change the subject to a different question. So still support the narrative. I don't know. Mainstream. I can't believe people actually watch this and believe like, Oh yeah, she's right. This joy Reed is knows what she's talking about. Get her joy. Can't believe it. Get her joy. I can't believe it. I, I don't know. Mine's blown. So what do you think? What's your opinion on books and schools? Uh, I don't think anything uh, should be available to children that deals with adult topics and conversations. I think they were misconstruing the words banned books. That's even the title of the the episode is banned books and public, like elementary school accessible. Yeah. See, banned books were like banned. Right. You couldn't find them. Right. Like you had to go to specialized places to even. Like speakeasies. Yeah. Like, Essentially, you know, a banned book is a whole different thing. I don't think any book should be banned. I don't care what's really in it. It's like going to the video store and going to that section, that room behind That's the curtain. That's what you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't think any book tr- should truly be banned as in. Right, I don't think so either. And I think that's a part of the thing they're misconstruing. Yeah. Is, I think, like, wasn't, is it Kill a Mockingbird? Is that banned? It might be banned. It was banned for a really long time, I believe. Well, now that you read it in school. Yeah, we read it in school, yeah. Um, so was Huck- wasn't Huckleberry Finn banned? Yeah, but uh, it's because it had the N-word in it. Right. 8,000 times. And once they replaced it with the word robot, everybody calmed down. What did someone say? Uh, oh, Norm MacDonald had the best joke about this ever, about that book. He says, uh, yeah, it caused a, it was kind of a, he said, it's kind of a thorny issue. <laughs> so he said, he's like, but I, I think I have a solution to it. All you got to do is make the kid black. <laughs> make Huckleberry <Very> black. <laughs> it was, <laughs> no, make whole, him black. All the issues melt away. <laughs> it's fine. It's so funny. I've seen another one with that one where he's like, he's like, don't call me, don't call me. And we're Jim, because that's what he called him in the whole time. Right, the whole time, yeah. And he's like, well, what's your name? My name's Huckleberry. <laughs> you don't have a last name? No. Your mom named you Huckleberry? I think so. I haven't <laughs> seen my parents in forever. It's like, you know what? You you can call me N-word, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> Poor kid. You're, you're, <laughs> you're no orphan child <laughs> living on his down own. the river. Floating down the river, yeah. <laughs> no, so, I don't know. I just think the attack on our, our kids is... Is real. It's horrible. It's the worst it's ever been. Yeah. I mean, I, but I do think on a positive note, more and more parents are realizing that. Yeah. And I... Th- I mean, not everybody's obviously realizing that. No, no, no. But it's... St- people are. Some people are starting to turn and look. And I think that, you know, that can turn the tide for the... You know, once... You know, one wave goes up, you know, another one goes down, and it will reverb, it will switch. 
And, uh, you know, I think that's maybe what we need to do as a country, as a society moving forward. We need to all band together. Stick with your local friends and family. You need to stick together, like-minded thoughts, and uh, appreciation for good values and good morals. And push those things together. Grow your own food. Raise quail. Source your own water. Don't buy from Amazon.